You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 308 for October 22nd, 2020. This week, we talk about being on hold, husbands, the haunting of Bly Manor, Zoe 101, popular Halloween costumes, and new cats. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Joe just took a CBD gummy, so this podcast is going smooth sailing. Not even a gummy, oil. Oh, okay, so you were, is the, is the oil... We've upgraded. Is it. the oil We've also graduated. for Martha Stewart, or is this... Well, she does have oils, but I cheated on Martha Stewart brand, and I bought this other brand that was cheaper. Damn. Well, I want to feel sorry, good, Martha. but I'm poor. Okay? You want that, you want that good shit. Well, it, it is really, I'm not going to, I mean, should I promote the brand? They don't pay me. They don't pay us. They don't pay me. But I got it. It's, it's Zaturals. It's natural, but with a Z instead of an N. That sounds like a scam. Who would name themselves it that? Is, it is, the price is right, sis. First of all, that's what gets me. And do you know what it came with? Okay. They sent me a free um, hand and body butter, Kimpy Jungle, Age defined. What? What is this? Is this the hand sanitizer? I don't know what this is. I think this is a mini hand sanitizer. But they said, yeah, free gift. It says right there on the back. Did you just say Hempy Jungle? That's the scent name. Is Hempy Jungle canceled? Never say that again. What the fuck? It's, it smells like apples. That's confusing. Shouldn't it smell like hemp? Um, uh, probably. It smells like apples though. <laughs> Do you remember like <laughs> like uh, it's free. <laughs> Did, I can't complain. Did your mom ever have a, a hemp phase where she like bought? No. A, a, oh my god. Or Southern a, Baptist. Southern. Yeah. Is hemp? I mean, honey. Hemp, no. hemp sounds like Jesusy. I mean, are are the no, are Southern no, Baptists no, no, no. not into hemp? My mom. That's the devil's weed. That's that's the, the devil's, devil's plant. That is the devil's lettuce. My mom. I I think it was early. Everything's always early two thousands to me. I think this was like two thousand eight. So like not early, like mid two thousands. Um. She got really into like hemp infused moisturizers and like, I don't know what the fuck turned her onto it. And like it lasted a couple years and then she moved back to her regular moisturizer. But I was like, what is what does hemp do? Why? Like, what does the hemp infused moisturizer do? That's so special. I don't know. I think I, I feel like it was a craze with like moms or something because my mom was all over that shit. So it sounds know. very Montana. I mean, girl, she couldn't get weed. Did I ever tell you about the time my mom, should I say this in the podcast? She she doesn't mind. Long time ago, my sister was home from college. Um, she was an undergrad and she brought home a um, an edible, like a weed cookie. And she Uh-oh. accidentally left it in the freezer. And like a month later, my mom, who let, I mean, my mom is very small. She's short. She weighs about 100 pounds. She got this cookie out. For like as a dessert for her lunch. She's like, oh, I didn't know I had cookies in here. And she got the cookie out, defrosted it, and ate the whole damn thing. Did she not smell it? Edibles pe- smell so... I mean, it's been a decade since I've had an edible. But right. they smell like pot. I would you know? think... Uh, honestly, I think my mom probably smelled it. And she was like, well, I mean, what in Rome? <laughs> she was Sweet. like, yeah. She knew exactly what she was yeah, doing. Yeah, I think she did. And she was like baked out of her goddamn mind for the rest of the day. And she called my sister just laughing. She was like, did, oh you, have, my God. did you have a special cookie in the freezer? And my sister was fucking mortified. Um, 
I I have a cool Bless. mom. Um, but I I think that's the last time my mom got high. But I'm just I I was I was telling Joe about this before because Joe, you know, before we were starting the podcast, Joe was like, oh, I'm I'm the CBDs. I have it under my tongue. I'm I'm letting it hit. And I was telling Joe that um, we're voting on on recreational marijuana here in Montana. Hopefully it passes. And you know, I'm a good law abiding citizen and also super boring. So I haven't like partaken in the marijuana industry in like many years. But I feel like. That if recreational marijuana passes, I might like indulge in some edibles or something. But Joe is telling me, regardless, like that's the THC side, the CBD side. Joe's like, hey, you should get it's some enough CBD for a, Yeah, it's enough for a lightweight like me. Like it hits. And I know it's not going to last too long. Mm-hmm. I know it's only going to last like as long as, you know, I don't like feeling out of control. Right. And it doesn't make me feel out of control, but it does make me feel, you know, I, I, liked, I, I like to be uptight. Okay, honey, she's and, so tight. But sometimes I just need to not be, and mm-hmm. so it's like if I need to chill for a couple hours, exactly. Mm-hmm. If I need to chill for a couple hours, it's great, and then I'm and then I'm on it again. Then I'm ready to yell at someone again. <laughs> she's 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 all scrunched up again and ready to yell at someone on the phone. Fired up, I'm ready to yeah, ready to call an insurance company and crawl onto the bathroom floor. Oh my god! Speaking of insurance companies, um, I no. wanted to. <laughs> Speaking of of people leaving the podcast in droves, insurance companies, um, did you see this new feature that came out for the Pixel 5? Um, They announced it like, I think, a a month ago or whatever. It's the hold for me feature. Um, And what it is, is, of course, it's exclusively on the new Pixel phone because Google does that. And then they like pass it down to the older Pixels after it's done being like an exclusive feature. But essentially what it is, is when you're on hold with a company... Google's AI, Google Duplex or whatever um, can hold for you and you can put your phone down and then it'll like notify you when someone is like, you know, when you're off of hold and someone is like ready to talk to you and you're calling a company or whatever. And like that is a fucking game changer. And it's interesting because I've called I think my cable company is the only company that I've called where they have something like this, like they have a system where they're like, you can either be on hold or you can give us your number and we'll call you back, Um, which is nice. But I feel like 90% of companies in the US like don't have that feature built into their system. And so with Google Duplex, with this new like hold for me feature, it's like, it sounds like a fucking game changer for like calling insurance companies, calling, you know, maintenance companies. Like anytime you're on hold for fucking hours, you can just like put your phone down and it'll ding you when someone's ready to talk to you. So I'm just fucking. And it lit. talks to the person. Oh, it, oh, yeah. I'm assuming it lets them know like, hey. Yeah. yeah. It says like, hey, now you're on hold. Right. Like, How's it feel? Right. It's like put them on hold. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, oh, please hold while I get my, you know, while I, I, I get this person that owns this phone or whatever. When I get my client, I'll let me let me let, let my client know that, you know, you're off of hold. But I fucking I want this like the, I, I, that I'm is OK a, with it. But I had so I had an article about it like four weeks ago. For the podcast. Um, and we I talk about still it? have it. I just oh. opened no 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 no. I we had other things to talk about, so I just kept kept it on the back burner. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um but I still probably won't use it because I'm too uptight. I mean I, if I were yeah. a company, because I'd hang up on you. If I came back to <laughs> Girl, if you I came back to you a phone call, if I was if I was paid my minimum wage job working answering health insurance calls or whatever. I was trying to be very center. nice to the people. Yes, right. working at the call centers, be super nice to them. Because that, for one, they can get things fixed for you. And for two, they're not getting paid enough to deal with drama. Right, you know? 
Love the drama. So, um, but if I were, if I were at the call center and finally pick up a call and it's like, this is Google and you're going to have to wait. I'd say, <laughs> I gotta go. I'm going on lunch. Yeah, right. Sweetie, take a seat. Now you're I'm on, going on lunch. You're on I'm hold now, here. bitch. So I don't, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll confuse people too. Mm-hmm. Like people who, I don't know what I would do if I picked up a phone call and it was the Google assistant talking to me. Right. Like, hey, hold on. Yeah, it's it's very different. I feel like people will get used to it eventually. But like the the AI that Google uses for this um, is called Google Duplex. And they've used it so far, especially in COVID season, to have Google automatically call businesses. um, And it'll it'll sound like a real person talking to the per- talking to the person that owns the business and it's to get more accurate um open and close times because a lot of businesses like you know don't have social media people that keep up on their you know seasonal hours on their you know on the Google page for the business and so Google's been using this duplex AI feature to call businesses and ask them like oh what are your open and close times and then it automatically updates for them and just to be um, a, a little more specific, if, you ha- if you've if you used Google Assistant before, it's not that voice. The Google Duplex voice sounds way more human. It says like ums and oohs and it, it, it's, it sounds like a way more real. It's like uncanny valley sort of situation compared to your like regular Google Assistant. And so that's how they're trying to market it to like make it feel more human-like so people like don't think that they're talking to a robot. The, the thing is, is I feel like I would only use the the hold for me feature if I knew exactly what Google was saying and how they were saying it to the person on the other end. Because like, I want to know like how they're handling this for me. And if it's like really robotic and weird, then I wouldn't use it. And I don't think that there's been a demo yet. I've looked online for what the person in the call center hears on the other end when you enable hold for me. And so I don't know exactly how it sounds. But hopefully we'll get more information mm. about them in the future. But I don't know if this is if this has already rolled out for Pixel Five users because I don't think I, I haven't like seen a demo of someone using it yet, like in a real world well, situation. Pixel Five isn't like I mean the review ones are out, right? Oh, They're I guess you're phone. right. Yeah, I guess the embargo. So is, is, okay, that makes sense. That's why there isn't any real world testing of this yet because it hasn't actually been released. That makes sense. I I haven't been keeping tabs on the new Pixel Five because I'm not in like desperate need of a new phone. And the Pixel 5 looks like well, every other Pixel phone. So Justin ordered one. Oh, he pre-ordered, sweetie. of course. You know what? Something. So he always has the latest Pixel. He's had the Pixel 1. I think he the only one he skipped was Pixel 2. Mm-hmm. No, he might have had a Pixel 2. She, so he's she had Pixel 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. He loves his Pixels. It's the thing he treats himself uh, to. But what's really suspicious He starts complaining about things going wrong about a year into having each pixel right when Mm. the new one's announced. Mm. And I just find it very suspicious. Very. It's it's like how all the Apple users complain that as soon as the new iPhone comes out, their phone starts to be wonky. Yeah, but I he I think it's very subconscious. You know, he he definitely wants the new phones. Right. He's 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 like automatically starts looking for problems as soon as the new pixels are about to come out. So he has an excuse. It's very fishy. Yeah. So there's been problems about his pixel four lately that I've been having to hear about. And I'm just like, just get your new phone. Fuck up. I don't care. I don't care what you do. You just get your new phone. Stop making an excuse for yourself. I got to refer to him as my husband for the first time this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. How has your first week of married life been? It's just like the rest of my life. Which is how it should be. Nothing should change other than like documents and insurance. Right. 
but uh, well, on our first week of marriage, we bought a house together. Oh so my god! Congratulations! So many big things Thank happening. Thank you. Um, so we've been going to like Ace Hardware, the paint store. You know, we're doing a whole bunch of fix-up jobs. So I had to go to Ace Hardware by myself, and the woman was like, "Do you have an Ace Rewards card?" And I said, "Um, my husband does." <gasps> Ooh, how did and that it was feel? the first time I got to say it. It felt fine. It felt mm. weird, actually. I kind of wished I'd said, like, partner. Mm, I don't why? know what I wished I would have said. Well, I don't know. It just, it was, and then Justin was on a conference call today, and I heard him say it for the first time. He referred to me as his husband to someone. Oh, my God. And I was like, weird. Is it, do you think, is it weird for you to, like, use the term husband because you're not used to being married? Or is it weird to you because of, like, internal homophobia growing up in the South. Like, I have a husband and that's No, gay. no. I've, I'm, you know. You live in D.C. I'm, now. Yeah, well, did you know if, if D.C. were a state, it would be the most liberal state? Right. Yeah, it's, every time I look at the polls of, like, D.C., it's, like, so it's like incredibly 90%. blue. Yeah, it's insane. 90% blue. That's why the Republicans don't want us to be a state, by the way. Exactly. But, mm-hmm. um, what was the question? Oh, um, oh, internal homophobia. Well, yes. we got lots of that here. <laughs> but Lenny, I don't podcast. think it's that. I think it's just I never thought I would get married. Right. It's, it's just never new. Thought. It's a new experience. And so it's weird using that yeah. term that you've never used before. I just, ne- yeah. Speaking well, congratulations. Pope said you can get married. Yeah, I saw. Well, Pope said civil union, didn't he? Honey, that's that's a step in the direction of like, you know, not killing well, gays. Here's, here's the tea. Whenever someone like, I don't. I hope I don't offend anyone here. Here we go. <laughs> Whenever someone comes up to me and they're, and they're like, "Oh, the Pope said you can get civil union now," I'm like, "I don't fucking care what right. the it's Pope like, said. I don't, That's yeah. not my religion. He could be a wizard cosplaying Skyrim all the time. I don't. That that's not what I believe in. That's he could just be in costume as a cosplayer all the time, and this is the world he lives in. Mm-hmm. But it's it doesn't. That should not affect what people think I should or should not be able to do. Right. It's, you know, they're, they're what saying, this oh, man is saying. Right, this man saying, is not giving me permission. I'm I'm not allowing this man to give me permission to be happy. Right. And do You're, something I should already be able to do. You aren't looking up to him for approval. If you're waiting for the Pope to tell you that gays are okay, you, that's your, that's a you issue. Yeah, honey, you know you're on I mean? the slow like, train. So it is, it's always, so, and I know I was just that person bringing it up, mm-hmm. but when people bring up something like, oh, this, this, uh, this authority figure, uh, you know, who's in, uh, who's in power for no real reason. It's slightly less homophobic. That, it's like, said congrats. maybe you should be happy. And I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't, I, that is not a thing. This. <laughs> yeah, That's sweetie, I thing. have, I have removed those people from my life. I am surrounded by people that accept me for who I am. And if, you know, if these people want to get on board like 50 years later, good for them, but it doesn't affect yeah, me. Good, literally good for them for getting on board or whatever, but it's, it's, it does not, care. right. It should, it doesn't play into my decisions. It shouldn't really play into your decisions. Right. So I don't know. Um, that was just my, that was just my pop off because I was reading about people saying about it on Twitter and I was right, like, right. Yeah. I was trending. Why do y'all stuff. care? Why do y'all care? I don't um, know. Speaking of opinions, I um an update to the oil in pasta water shenanigan that I talked Uh-oh. about um last 
last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Um, if you didn't, if you didn't tune into this riveting conversation, I was like, why were people putting oil and pot, like olive oil in pasta water? I didn't think it did much. And then some people actually got back to me. So I wanted to read a couple tweets. Um, one of them is by Tony. Tony said, longtime listener, first time caller to answer the podcast question about oil and water. My family did it also, but it wasn't to prevent sticking, but foamy boil over water um, for cheap and super starchy pasta brands, especially if you had a smaller pot. So Tony's saying that their family did it because um, they thought it, it prevented water from bubbling up and boiling over. A couple other people mentioned that. Um, Bit- Bitchethy Chalamet. Jesus Christ. Re putting oil in pasta water. I always used to put olive oil in the pot because my Italian grandmother said it added flavor. But the truth be told, I've never tasted a difference. See, this is the first time I've heard of like actual Italians doing this. I thought this was like an American like myth thing. I didn't know like the actual Italians were doing this. Um, So that's interesting. And then Waylon said, I add oil and salt to my pasta water. I've heard it keeps it from boiling over. As the other one said, I also place a wooden spoon over the top of the pan. Seems to work but who the hell knows? I do the same thing. I usually put a wooden spoon on top of the the pot. But like also, does that fucking do anything compared to like oil and pasta water? See, like I always thought that this was just to prevent the pasta from sticking. But these people are like, oh, it's to prevent the oil or from the water from boiling over. And I'm like, how does how does that work? So thanks whoa, whoa, for whoa, whoa, whoa. calling in. So I have an update, too. I talked to Justin about it because I, I outed him as someone who puts oil in his pasta water. Right. He said he doesn't always, and he usually doesn't now. He said, though, that it is to prevent... What did he say? He said it makes the noodles... I don't even remember. Something about not sticking. But what are you talking about when you say not sticking? Like not sticking to the pot, not sticking to the... What's the thing? Colander? What's the thing you dry them? Yeah, the dump colander. Them into? I, I, well, I, no one's ever really said. They just said it prevents the pasta from sticking. I think that what the theory was is that a lot of people, when they cook pasta, just in general, they're using like they're not using enough water and they're using a really small pot. And when you do that, the um, the pasta in the water, when it starts boiling, doesn't have enough room to like swim around and when it comes to a rapid boil. And so since they're so compacted together, a lot of, a lot of times the pasta sticks to each other because they don't have enough surface area to like, you know, roam around. Um, and so I think that is like the commonality and the reason why people were putting oil in their water because oil prevents sticking, etc. I think that's kind of the, you know, the thought behind it. But I like from everything that I've read and seen over the past few years after people stopped doing that, common knowledge is just like, okay, to prevent the pasta from sticking when it's boiling, you use a bigger pot and you use a lot more water. So there's more room for the pasta to swim in. But like the people that hit me up on Twitter, it wasn't even that problem. It was like to prevent the water from boiling over. So there's like a couple different like commonalities and there's a couple different like myths here of like what it prevents and what it does um so it's really interesting like i thought it was just about pasta sticking and uh, like these other people like we're putting in for a completely different reason and then there's the wooden spoon on top of the pot thing which i do and never thought about if it actually works or not do you do that That works yeah it's it's to prevent it from boiling over i i think the i think the quote science end quote is to like um break the surface tension on the top of the water I think that's what that's supposed I'm to do. I'm pretty sure that's a. I'm pretty sure it's a real thing. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, I dropped my CBD stuff. Uh, Joe, it has just a <laughs> huge I amount. Know. Did just I tell you about mess. the? Did I tell you about the person in in my apartment complex who has 
like a shitload of bumper stickers on their car because they're like they sell CBD oil and they advertise it on their car and there's like a number you can call. Oh Maybe yeah, you told me up. after the podcast last week and you you said you you'd give me their number. Maybe I should. Or you give them my number. No. <laughs> Well, no. at least if, if I want to get into CBD, I love how I'm talking about CBD like it's something illegal. Like, like CBD it's does legal nothing. in every state, right? It's it's not THC. It's not. It's sold as like a as like a supplement, as right. like a wellness. It's like melatonin. Right, right, right. It's right. the equivalent of like taking a hit of melatonin. But it's so funny that like you know me, like a stupid like virgin white gay is like ooh CBD. It's like shut the fuck up. I'm sure everyone, everyone who's like ripping, ripping a bomb right now, listening to the podcast, is like this fucking idiot. So, yeah. Anyway, I might get yeah. into CBD. Ooh, look at me. Ooh. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. Can I cancel the podcast? Honey, please. I feel like we've this week we've been canceled by Italians. We're blacklisted in Italy. We're Absolutely. blacklisted in Vatican City. Mm hmm. Imagine the Pope listening to our podcast. I'd rather not. <laughs> I, I feel like if he's ever listened to the podcast, it was absolutely on accident. I don't think you can accidentally search out this podcast. It is so fucking specific. Like, you have to know <laughs> me or you. You right. literally can't just type in, you know, gay podcast or something. You have to, like, seek it. Right. You have to seek it out. And this is what you get. So was it seek worth it? Seek and ye shall find, honey. Yeah. Honey, you did Put this to yourself. Um, well, anyway, you want to talk about something fun? Sure. Please. Drag me out okay. of this pit. So uh, I really like all of these, like most popular this, the year you were born, this happened the year you were born, et cetera, et cetera. And there have been some good lists lately. Love a good um, list. So you know Spirit Halloween, that the Halloween pop-up shop pops up everywhere, every like dying mall around right. this time of year. Every abandoned so building they, this inhabits during Halloween season. They had, uh, so apparently, I don't even know what this site is called, the Active Times I don't know what that is. That sounds But they fake. allegedly contacted Spirit Halloween to see what the biggest costumes were each year from 1983 to 2019. Ooh. So we can see what they were when we were born, because that's what really matters. Right. Yeah, it's all about us. Uh, what, what, what were you? 1993? 93, yes. Good job. Uh, oh, my God. Sure. Take a guess. Take a gander. What was the most popular <sighs> Halloween costume of 1993? God, I don't even know. Is it something like pop culture related or is it something completely like, you know, No, it's, a, it's definitely something you think of when you think of like 90s TV. It's a TV kids thing. TV kids thing in 1993. Um, Eureka's Castle. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Really? Oh, my God. My sister loved it. I don't know. I don't uh, know if that was probably that was probably after ninety three. I have no idea. Eureka! Is that like anime? Girl, no. Oh, oh, this. Sorry, <laughs> I just looked it up. This was your childhood. No, no this wasn't my childhood because like oh, I was okay. born in nineteen ninety three, and so like I wasn't really coherent. Oh, I guess the final episode was in ninety one. So this was like even before my time. Hmm. Who yeah, knew? no one was doing this anymore. They were done with this. Honey, They that castle was um, burned down by the time I was born. Well, it was Barney. Oh, oh, of course. People wanted to be Barney, who had Barney, who wanted to be Barney, who's Girl, got I Barney. Girl, I fucked with Barney. Like, my mom would rent, like, Barney VHSs from the video store and, like, that I would watch that shit on loop. I had a Barney baseball cap as a kid. That, that sounds actually really cute. Very on brand. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember my cousin had a Barbie 
a Barney stuffed animal. Oh, um, that we used to like throw off the porch. <laughs> I don't remember why. I liked Barney, and then you—I feel like you like Barney when you're little, and then you grow up, and then you hate Barney. Interesting. Was, like, was cause Barney because he represents being a baby, right? Represents a baby. baby. Yeah, and so like you grow up, and you're like, oh, Barney, you're a stupid baby if you watch Barney, and when secretly stupid. in your heart, Barney owns this ass. You know right. what I mean? Stupid baby Barney bitch. Am I right? Yeah. God. Um, what do you think it was in 1988? The year of our Lord. Me. The, the year of you. <laughs> well, <laughs> mine I is say- actually good. Mine's a horror. A horror thing. Horror slash comedy. Horror slash comedy? God. Yeah. The, uh, gay icon, even, you might say. Um, gay. Oh, oh. God. Beetlejuice? No. I don't is really Beetlejuice know. Is Beetlejuice a gay Beetlejuice icon? Is. I mm. would be surprised. I think um, uh, what's her name is who's in Beetlejuice. Oh my God, Beetlejuice came out in 1988. Isn't that Winona? Is it? She's in Beetlejuice, isn't she? Yeah. Oh yeah, Lydia Winona Ryder. I've never seen Beetlejuice, so I haven't either. I don't really know what it is. But you got but it. Yeah, Winona Ryder's in it. That's not who the biggest costume was. It was oh. Elvira. Oh, actual fucking gay icon. Holy so shit. So that was. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. I've actually never seen Elvira movies. I haven't either, but like, I know that she's a fucking icon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, drag queens love her. The gays love her. Like, she is like a Halloween staple. And the bitch is still alive and she still like dresses up as Elvira. Like, you want to talk about drag? Elvira is drag. It's true. That's cool. Yeah, I should. Um, I need to. I need to catch up on some culture and like actually watch Beetlejuice and like an Elvira movie because like those are classics, right? Those are considered classic. I guess so. I haven't haven't seen them. I had to see Pee-wee's Great Adventure. Grand Adventure. Justin showed that to me. Justin tied you, you know, hog tied you to the couch and made you watch it. Well, that was for something else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, That was for mm -hmm. something else. Um, Batman is a popular cause. Batman and Spider-Man are on this list multiple times. Oh, yeah. Kind of coinciding with, you know, when Batman and Spider-Man movies come out. Right, right. That um, makes sense. I feel like those are always popular. I don't know what was happening. In, so a lot of these are pop culture. And then you have like 2009 vampires. Right. That's yep. It. There it comes. Oh, uh, Twilight. So. Yeah. 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 Twilight in 2008. Do, um, you, do you have a, a favorite costume that you remember growing up? Like no. not, not one that you would like wear. I mean, it could be one that you wore multiple years. But like what was like looking back, what do you think was the best costume um, that you had growing up that you wore? I was the laziest piece of shit. Me too. I probably wore, I had this lion costume. I remember in like eighth grade or something that my mom made. That was cute. Love a homemade um, costume for real. I was Batman a few times. Ooh. Because we enjoyed the Batman movies. Mm-hmm. And then I was Peter Pan for like 10 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, honey, with that, with that slim figure, honey. Yeah. You know, yeah. Twink galore. Um, but no, I never like went all out. I never, oh, I was a playing card when I lived in Philly. That's cute. Oh, I think I, it I was, think you remember yeah, pictures of that. I made the costume. It was pretty cute. Honey, she has an art but major. But no, I kind of hated, I, I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm uh, creative enough to really wear. I don't think ahead. I think that's the thing. I don't plan ahead. Right. I feel like I, I, I always feel like I could pull something off if I like actually put time and effort in and planned ahead. But it's like, oh, three days to Halloween. Hmm, maybe I should go. Yeah. Costume shopping. You're like, shopping. oh, 
no one invited me anywhere this year again. What's the point? I remember I dressed up as Samara from The Ring because I was obsessed with that movie. I think I dressed up as her at least one year, maybe two years. And then in middle school, I dressed up as an old man. I had like a bald cap and like a cigar that puffed and like an old Oh my old God, that jacket. is the most cop-out fucking everyone <laughs> in fucking middle school, junior high, when they're like, hey, you finally get to wear something different to school. You don't have to do dress code policy. And for Halloween, everybody goes as an old person. Right. Sis, they just go in their grandma's closet, grandpa's closet, even their parents' closet. They put on a big pair of glasses. They get a cane. They may, they might spray their hair white or gray. <laughs> I did do now that. Now the kids just have gray hair. That's the hip. That's hip. That's the hip? Honey, my hip, the hip is broken. My, my hip's broken as an old man. <laughs> I literally dressed as an old man like three or four years in a row. Yeah. I don't know what was wrong with me. That's because it's just the laziest costume ever. Actually, well, I mean, I feel like, honestly, I probably bought more shit to, like, make an old man costume than I ever did for anything else. Because, I like, I had to buy a bald cap. I glued, like, hair to the sides of the bald cap. I had this beard that I, like, had to put on. I had these fake glasses. I had a fake cigar. I had a cane. Honey, I put effort into it. It's just that I re well, I rewore sad. the fucking old man costume for four years. Like, you know, kicked the dead horse, honey. And then I was probably done dressing up after that. That was my stint as putting any amount of effort into a costume for Halloween. When was the last time you went trick-or-treating? Like, how old were you? Oh, God. I think I was, I think probably like seventh or eighth grade I went trick-or-treating. Which is like old, I think. I went in college. Well, I feel like it's different when you're in college. Like, you're, you know, Well, I mean, I went up until college. Oh, okay. Really? This is... (laughs) Boom, boom, boom every year. Damn. Free fucking candy. I know. Nobody goes to these people's houses in Arkansas. Houses are so spread out in Arkansas. It's like you just, you just, I mean, in order to get just 10 kids, you got to have, you know, the old ones come on too. What was the last costume that you dressed up as? Like, what was the last time you wore a costume? Oh, Peter Pan. Really? Peter Pan. Yeah. I think mine was, I can't remember if mine was a sailor or a Mormon missionary, but like it was one after the other. And that's the last time I, I dressed up. And that was in college. That's when I was in, living in Boston. Oh, so, so you, so gay or Gay a and sailor? gay. <laughs> Sailors are gay and Mormons are gay. Don't at me. Um, in 2010, it was Lady Gaga in the meat dress. God, really? That was 10 years ago, sis. But, like, people dressed up as the meat dress? Like, I, I remember, of like... Of course they did. And then it was uh, Miley Cyrus in the, the... Do you remember the costume they had in the store? It was called Twerk and Teddy. That was 2013. Oh Everyone wore that, God. like, swimsuit with the teddy on it and yeah. did their hair in those little whatevers. Those little bun things. Yeah. Weird. Um, 2015, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, um, God. You know it was a bunch of straight guys. It was you a bunch know. of straight guys. Yeah, yeah. You know it wasn't respectful in any sort of... I mean, Caitlyn Jenner's a no. piece of shit, but not because that she's trans. She's just a piece of shit for, like, multitude of other reasons. But, you know. Uh, 2016, Donald Trump. Okay, yeah, yeah, because he's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2017, Hocus Pocus, though. So we're coming back to good shit. Yeah, we're coming back to actually good Halloween but then, shit. You start to see the world descend into garbage. 2018 and 2019, the most popular costumes, Fortnite. Oh. That's all it says is Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. I feel like, is Fortnite dead? 
I feel like Fortnite, like, I don't really hear no. about Fortnite nearly as much. I, is, is it like... Well, let me tell you, you don't hear about League of Legends that much. No, you but don't. But it's the number one streamed game on Twitch. Yeah, it all is. All the time. It's just, like, not a meme. And, like, Fortnite had, like, a meme period where, like, ev- like there were the Fortnite dances and, like, people, like, do crazy shit. And, like, Ninja was streaming Fortnite. And, you know, but but I don't, I don't know. I don't really hear much about Fortnite anymore. Like, the, are the, what are the kids playing? Are the kids back to Minecraft now? I can't the keep up. The kids are playing Fortnite. They are playing are, are Fortnite. Are they still playing Fortnite? Period. Okay. I just don't so hear Fortnite, about it. They took a break. They played Fall Guys. They took a break. They played Among Us. But Fortnite is where right. they're at. Yeah, they're back to Fortnite. Well, they're back if, to Fortnite. If we, you know, didn't weren't in the middle of a fucking pandemic, I would be curious at, you know, what the top costume would be this year. But it's going to be way skewed because lots of people should not be trick or treating. And but people are going to because America and my freedom to get COVID so I don't know what it would be this year. Oh, I, I bet people will be going as coronavirus. I bet oh. you anything, the top costume will be like virus. Right. Or like or some like, generic, you know, spirit Halloween name on the costume. Right. Or maybe like a doctor or a nurse. I'm curious how many people would do that just to like get away with having well, a face mask on. Oh, yeah. Well, those you know? are. I feel like those are kind of popular costumes anyway. Doctor, yeah, it's true. I, I, I dressed up as They're a They're lazy once. too. Yeah, it's super lazy. Yeah, you, all you have to do is get a lab coat. I mean, yeah, and my Sears. mom had a stethoscope, so that was easy. There you go. You're Scrubs, set. easy. Scrubs, stethoscope, you're done. Honey, scrub me. Anyway. Oh, you need oh, it. I have a question for you really quick. I'll just, okay. I'll say it in the podcast. Do you have a recommendation for like a facial moisturizer, specifically facial moisturizer? Uh, Yeah, the one I mailed to you a few years ago that you didn't use. Uh, Could you give me some more of that? <laughs> I don't know where it, it went. Is Okay, it is the Eucerin, uh, Eucerin Daily Protection Moisturizing Sunscreen with SPF 30. Can I buy that? On, I'm, I'm just going to buy it right now on Amazon because it winter... has no sense. It doesn't feel greasy. Okay. Um, put, make sure you get the top of your ears and your neck as well. Mm. Honey, you need it. I mean, I truly do because I'm noticing because uh, winter is coming in Montana um and when winter arrives it gets i mean it's already really dry here like we are not a humid area because we're you know just land and no water anywhere but in the winter specifically it gets really fucking dry and i'm noticing like every time i get out of the shower after i'm done using my like acne facial wash my skin is like drying out more and more so i have my humidifier going to try to get some more you know humidity in the air i guess that's what the point is of a humidifier is but mama needs a daily facial moisturizer to prevent my skin from turning into like a cracked leather bag. So I'll have to I just want to rustle through your medicine cabinet and get all of the these the products you use. Just throw them in the trash. Honey, what products you on a plane? The problem is I don't use any products. There's no products to rummage through. (laughs) We got to get you a serum. Listen, I know you're using Neutrogena or something face wash. I know Um, it. I'm using something that has... Uh, don't, don't tell think... me it's Lush. I'll throw no. you out a window. Oh, God, no. I'm not going to use Lush on my face. Like, that's... I, I Even I draw the line there. It's just like a... It's a... Uh, someone recommended it to me. It's just like a salicylic, salicylic acid wash for my face. And I don't okay. use it every day. Uh, but I use it like every other day. But it's like an acne wash specifically. But I don't remember what it's called. I had to get it online. I'll have to look for you. Did but Vanessa Hudgens that... tell you to buy it in a commercial? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens was not involved in my purchasing decision <laughs> for my face wash. Um, 
but yeah, no, uh, I need to fly you out here and just like, you know, have you give me a list of things to help me with my cracked, fucked up face. So I'll have to buy this user and stuff. I'll, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it is really good. I've been using it for like five, maybe more than that years. And it's I not super it. greasy. No, not at all. It feels very light. They have a meter on the front of their products that shows how light or heavy they are. Ooh. It has oh, yeah, no this sense. Says light. Light sense, or rich. Scents are what's going to make, like, destroy your skin. You're all being poisoned by perfumes and the products that you use. Go off, sis. I'm telling it. I'm telling <laughs> it like it is, honey. honey. Uh, you sound like you're getting a little stressed out. Maybe you should take another <laughs> dab of CBD. I had my 10 milligrams. Okay, we got to... We gotta reel it in, honey. We're reeling. That's it like in. the minimum. <laughs> yeah, and your 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 body just like starts to melt with that oh ten my milligram. God. Jesus. Okay. Um, well, facial moisturizer suggestion. I got that down. Olive oil and pasta water replies. I got that down. I have my humidifier going. Do you have it? Do you even need a humidifier in DC? I just imagine it's kind of humid all, all the time over there. You know, in the winter we do. Yeah. We've got a lot of like. So we have the best rated air purifier from Wirecutter because of piggy's Ooh. allergies. Oh, so yeah. So we had yeah. to get the goods. Yeah, but it's got all the the HEPAs, the charcoal filters, all those mm-hmm. things in it. Um, but we usually use the humidifier in the winter. It gets yeah. a little dry. Yeah. It's, um, it's... Although right now it's humid as fuck. I'm not talking Ugh. about the weather. <laughs> Two weeks Don't in a row. Do that I'm not to talking me. about the fucking weather. Don't do Piece that to me. All right. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about or should we talk about cheese? Well, so I do have one thing. I think we'll save it for the after show. Oh, that works You're not too. Gonna, I'll tease it. I'll Ooh, tease give it. them incentive to go over to patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe and throw so your nickels this, and dimes at us. This is another article from another like listy type thing from Thrillist. It was trending on Twitter and it's these are the words that were added to the dictionary the year you were born. Oh. So Webster, Merriam-Webster now has a time traveler tool that shows you like these are the words that were added the year year you were born. And they're like booty call, you know, like these words that come into pop culture. So me and Sam are going to look up ours. We're going to look up ours. Yes. Head over there. But not yet. We still have about, you know, 20 minutes left to do this. After this, go over to patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Anyway. Cheese. It's cheese of the week. Are you taking my job? Yeah, honey, they're taking it's our job. It's cheese of the week. <laughs> um, what's your cheese this week? This week, I had Justin made some chili that uh, time of year. I love and chili. I went down to the market and the I Harris got uh, another streets market. Oh. And the little bodega. A little bodega. little bodega. And I got some cabot. What's it called? Seriously sharp. Cheddar cheese. Seriously sharp. Seriously sharp. Uh, I think it means more salt. Mm. More, more, more salt vinegar. and more time. I don't know what the hell they put in it. Mm. But um, it that's it. That's the cheese of the week. Tastes How does it good compare and chili. To, the, to the Black Diamond Reserve? Oh, it's garbage compared to Black Diamond Reserve, which I can't find right now and which I'm very upset about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's good and chili. It's a good melty cheddar because it's not as aged if you were to recommend like a mass market brand um sharp cheddar that is available in all supermarkets would you recommend cabot would cabot be the I one would, i would recommend cabot over Kraft. 
Okay. I feel like, yeah. And then there's like, it's there's hard a, to trust, trust craft. There's you know regional I mean? ones too. Like it's like cat cabots everywhere in the U S I believe. But then there's like regional ones that dominate specific regions, like in the Pacific Northwest and in Montana specifically, we have Tillamook. Tillamook oh, is like a, Tillamook. Oh, really? I thought that was I, I felt like it was more prominent up here because it's from Oregon, Tillamook, Oregon. And I really like their cheese. I think their cheese is pretty good. But I wasn't sure if it was like all encompassing around the U.S., like a craft or a Cabot or whatever. Um, I don't think it's I don't think we have the like the cheap blocks. We don't have the. You know, if you're buying a block of cheddar, Kraft, Cabot are kind of the two that are here. I don't think Tillamook is right there, but we have it. It's usually like in the actual cheese counter. Oh, like interesting. Sell, like it's in the fancy counter? It's in the fancy counter, but it's prepackaged. Gotcha. They have the prepackaged ones that are like smoked something, mm-hmm. you know, Gouda or whatever. Um, but it's it's marketed as kind of a between of straight off the wheel and craft being on both sides of the spectrum. Interesting. Because like here, where it's like really pronounced, we have, um, it's it's not in the like fancy cheese counter. It's just like we have the blocks, we have shreds, we have prepackaged slices. They make butter. They make, they have really good ice cream. Like they're just like an all around whole fucking dairy industry they've taken over here. Um, but I, yeah, I like the Tillamook stuff, but... Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was all around in the U.S. I haven't had Cabot in a long time. I need to go to the store it's anyway, fun. and I need to get cheese. So Cabot's Cabot. fun. How I describe any of those, like, when you just need a block of cheddar to put on some chili, you're really just looking for salt. Right. A you're salty, looking... sharp taste. You're not looking to pay, like, because it's going to blend in with the chili. Right. You just want you're not to get looking the job for... done. Yeah, whereas like if you're gonna go for an expensive cheese, you want to taste the cheese. Right, that's a cheese you, you put want on, on to a eat cheese it. board. You want it with crackers. Put it on a yeah, butter cracker, a wheat cracker. You want to like taste the cheese alone. Mm-hmm. Get the mouth feel, if you Ugh, will. Mouth. Take feel. a sniff of it beforehand. I went Ugh. through this phase where before I would eat anything, I would like take a big old sniff of it. I mean, I feel like that's pretty normal. You want it to smell good before you taste it. Well, no, like with everything. Like if I had a soda and it, like a canned soda, I would like sniff it in each nostril and then take a drink of it. Have you ever thought about going to a therapist? I think I have mild, mild OCD. <laughs> I don't want to like put, because obviously there are people with much stronger OCD. But you have a little inkling that something might be Well, up. it's like how still 15 years later, I have to touch a glass to both wrists before I set it down. Right. I've witnessed this IRL. Yes, it's, it's a, a thing, thing. And if I don't do it, the world ends. So right, exactly. you're welcome. Um, um, what was I going to say? I think I was going to mention. Oh, OK. Cheese. It, it has to do where it has to do with cheese. It's crackers because, I mean, we have two crackers in the podcast right now. But yeah. are you team saltine or team Ritz? If you had to pick between the two, do you prefer do you know one what? or the other? I would buy saltines over Ritz. And I Ooh. think that's controversial. Because most people are like, give me Ritz. They have, they, kids love Ritz. Mm -hmm. You put peanut butter on a Ritz. Saltines are seen as more bland. But because they're more bland, I feel like you got more uses for them. Mm -hmm. I crumple up the salt. I'm not going to crumple up a Ritz in my chili. Right. That's fancy. I'm not rich. I'm going to crumple up a nice saltine and I'm going to mind my manners. You're not living on the Ritz. I'm not. No, we're not Ritzy. (laughs) Ha! We're saltine. I just want... Salt, 
and stale bread taste. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know. It's something about a nice soda cracker. It's something about, you know, a saltine. I'm, I've am i definitely been in a saltine phase. I've been f- buying saltines to eat with like my cheese and crackers for like the past few and months. And do you remember when I was having panic attacks, I went through a phase where I would eat saltine crackers and pour honey on them and just eat them on the bathroom floor. Therapy. 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 <laughs> yes. You well, can honey- put anything on a saltine. It's a vessel for... it's. It's bland enough so that it's not going to give you any more of a panic attack. It's not going to hurt your stomach. You know, it's a it's a great all around stale piece of bread. The thing is about your phases is at least these insane coping mechanisms that you you conjure up aren't self-destructive. You know, that's all I can. You ask know what? For. That is true. I am the most vanilla panic attack person. Right. Or mental, you know, issues person. I guess I handle it okay. Well, the thing is, is like, you know, you, you can get a lot worse than eating saltines with honey on the bathroom floor. It's like, it's very specific and I'm concerned for you, but at least it's not self-harm, you know? Not hurting me, not hurting anyone else. It's, it's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. I'm a very vanilla brand of crazy. Whatever, whatever helps you. So oh, that that's actually a good cheese of the week. We had cheese and crackers of the week. Well, amazing. It it's was cheese of the week. Crackers. Crackers. <laughs> Cabot. Cabot. Anyway, should oh, we Oh, I move have on? a good favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, I thought you well, yeah. I mean, your favorite thing was going to be you buying a house, but you have a different Us one. getting the house. Um, yeah. These are a few of our favorite things. I got well, some better. Okay. Since you're so excited, please go right ahead. Well, I'm never excited anymore, but... <laughs> It is. All joy has been drained from (laughs) your life. I have a nice, like, sociopath simmer of emotions on CBD, so I'm Mm -hmm. okay. Hmm. Um, We have been watching Bly Manor, finally. I think we're on episode five or so. I think there's like eight or nine. Um, I really like it. So uh, I didn't watch The Haunting of Hill House, but did you? I have not watched Haunting on Hill House, and I haven't watched Bly Manor, and it's only out because it's that thing where it's on my list of things to watch and I never get around to it. Literally yeah. every person that I've ever talked to about Hill House has ranted and raved about it. They've only said good things about it. I don't think I've seen one bad review about Hill House and everyone fucking loved it. So my expectations are like obviously high, but I still haven't watched it yet. And everyone's like, you need to watch it. So I started the first episode and then I accidentally fell asleep during the first five minutes. Um, not because oh it was boring. God. It's because that I was just really tired that evening. So I need to like, I need to tend it. I just need to give it my time and sit on my couch and just watch it. Give it some energy that it deserves because I'm sure it's going to be good. Um, But I've heard that Bly Manor is not as good as Hill House, but I heard that it was still good, but I know nothing. Well, I can't judge that. I've heard the same thing, but I haven't seen Hill House. So allegedly... It's kind of like um, American Horror Story where it's like same cast, different characters. I kind of like that. I kind of like that so, sort of gimmick. But I was more drawn to like the setting of Bly Manor. So that's why I was like, we'll start out with this. Let's see where it goes. Mm-hmm. See what okay. happens. Um, but let me tell you, first episode. So the story is framed in a woman telling this ghost story. Okay. She's like at this, she's at this engagement party or pre-wedding party or something. And it's like, the most annoying, annoying people ever. Like this bride and groom who are super annoying and all their annoying friends. And then this one, um, the woman, uh, she's British for some reason. She's like, they're all talking about ghost stories. And she's like, 
I've got a ghost story. And she's like, <laughs> it's like that one like person who ruins the party, you know. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, okay. Great. And so then she tells the story that lasts allegedly, you know, 20 hours long. Mm-hmm. But um, last 12 don't episodes. Let that, so don't let that put you off like okay, at the okay. beginning. Because that only that. lasts about five minutes or so. And okay. I, if, the first I was like, I don't know if I can handle these characters if this is it. Mm-hmm. But it's not it. Um, but no, it's really good. I really, the, the main character, Danny, she looks just like Hillary Duff. What? And I'm not the, the first person name? to think this. Um, I actually don't even know, but, um, here, Danny Bly Manor. She looks exactly like Hillary Duff. And oh my God, she been, does. People have been telling me that like in, on Twitch and stuff on Twitter and oh my God. I like it's Something all I about see. her eyes, her eyes, her nose, her hair, her mouth, her whole face looks just like Hillary Duff. Obviously, interesting. that's why you like this. She, let's be honest. She does. Um, she's like Hillary Duff. But if Hillary Duff could play other characters besides Lizzie McGuire, didn't you Hillary Duff I mean? try to play Sharon Tate once? Oh, my God. We don't talk about it. <laughs> We don't We've talk just, about it. The collective hive mind of Hillary Duff stance have just like deleted that from the we don't talk the brain about bank. It. I see. Okay. We don't talk about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bringing it um, up. But Bly Manor has gay vibes. Okay. There's a there's a a little simmering of lesbian tension that mm. blossoms. Um, I don't know. It's just nice. And the manor, you might be able to go visit it. So it takes place in England, jolly old England. Ooh, jolly old. That outside of the manor is actually filmed in Washington State. Ooh, There's Washington State there. is very creepy. Yes. Pine trees. What can and you pine say? Pine trees and fog. Twilight. Pine trees are so... Why are pine trees the scariest trees? Do you know what I mean? We talked about this. Honey, name me the scariest tree. Pine. The scariest tree is pine. <laughs> Hot takes here on the pod. Hot takes. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Anyway, it's really good. It's haunting. And I enjoy it. Wait, who is that? Who is the actor? Death played by... Oh, Victoria Pedretti. Okay. Yeah, she plays Danny, the main character. Danny Minogue. Oh my gosh, she's only 25 years old? Shoot. Damn, girl. She's doing shit. I thought she was my age. Hmm. I just want everyone to be older than me. And I get sad when people are when you, people younger than me exist. Right, when people younger than you are successful at doing something, I'm like, this, oh. this is illegal. Let me tell you, when you hit 30, it's over. Everyone successful younger than you is dead to you. <laughs> As Absolutely it should be. fucking dead to you. Mm-hmm, You're wondering mm-hmm. why. You're wondering why not. You're wondering just so many things, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see. Anyway, um, Bly Manor. Watch Bly Manor. And we got a house. And I'm kind of hoping, well, a condo, kind of hoping it's haunted. It's 100 years old. Ooh. And it's like Victorian vibes. Like the building is in a historic district. Um, it's got all of, like the inside of it hasn't changed. It's just had coats of paint. So it's got the wood floors. Um, it's got like all of this spooky trim around it. Love that a we're, spooky that trim. Is, it's a fucking nightmare to paint because it's got um, it's like framed. So it's got the the baseboards. And some the top boards, and mm-hmm. then it's got framing in the middle. Oh, interesting. And so you have to use a fucking brush 
to paint this shit. Mm. And it is the most like, oh my God, we've been painting the same room for like five days. That's not a thing. Do you know what I mean? Honey. Honey. They're working but days. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to look damn nice when we're done. I'm sure it is. I can't wait for you to invite me over. Yeah. And Justin's parents are bringing us some antique furniture. Ooh, so it'll match. Oh. It is going. Yes. They're bringing us this bench that's like 100 years old. That's this where I dresser, sleep. This dresser that was found in like a barn or something. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know the story of it. And I'm like, this is it. I want to be haunted. Well, here's my question. Okay, so let's say that your new condo is haunted. You start filming ghost hunting videos again in your haunted condo. Can you then write off your mortgage on your taxes? Um, I don't think the government would be too happy <laughs> about writing off my entire mortgage. Your entire mortgage. <laughs> the entire mortgage. It's for work. I don't think they'd be happy about mm. it. But we could try. Think about it. Maybe you'll we, I'll think about get it. indicted for you know? tax fraud. Who knows? Think about it. Then you'll just be recording the pod from, you know, prison. Prison. Anyway. It's cheese of the week. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> Bly Manor. <laughs> Bly Manor. Check it out. So I don't have uh, to watch. I obviously don't have to watch the first one to like know what's happening in the second one, right? No. Okay, no, not, like, not in the completely least. Completely different. They, they take place in like different time periods even. Okay. As far and, as I know. I don't know when the, I think the other one takes place in like 90s or 2000s or something. I have no idea. Um, And it, this ha- has nothing to do with Ryan Murphy, correct? No. Is he Glee? Uh, Yeah. Ryan Murphy is like American Horror Story Glee. No, this is Mike Flanagan. Okay, good. As long as, as long as it's not him, then I Based on the work of Henry James. What a generic name. Right? Don't you just love it when people's first and last names are like both first names? Mm-hmm. Like Joseph Birdsong? Yes, like Joseph Birdsong. <laughs> Please introduce me to your friend's name, Birdsong. Mm-hmm. Plenty. Would Honey, love to meet him. Plenty of them. Well, good favorite thing. Thank you. What's your favorite thing? So I have two, I guess. One that's, you know, one thing that I enjoyed and one thing that's more per- permanent in my life. If you have seen, if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, my roommate acquired a cat it's uh something she's been talking about for a while it's one of those things where it was actually really interesting because as soon as quarantine started like march or whatever i mean people are working from home people are getting bored people are getting lonely so a good consequence of that is a lot of people are adopting animals from shelters um which is good because animals should be adopted and animals need to be loved etc um, but a- another unintended consequence of that is that it's slim pickings finding an animal since everyone's adopting, you know, them as soon as they get into the shelter. And so my roommate Maggie has been looking for a cat for months now. And you obviously you don't want to get a cat, you know, that is so so doesn't meet your personality isn't what you're wanting. You want to wait for the right one. And so she waited and she was in contact with different animal shelters and the Humane Society, etc. And then um, she finally uh found one that was in our hometown uh, that we both grew up in and so she drove over there and, and met the little guy he's two years old he doesn't have a name yet because my roommate is the Still? most indecisive person on the planet it's been two weeks well his um shelter name is hickory which he doesn't like and like i'm more of like oh my a, god i love it i think hickory is a cute name but i'm that's three syllables and i'm more of a two-syllable pet name sort of person like uh, not in the south hickory but, Hickory is Hickory's a, a, a Hickory where you at Hickory pig piggly wiggly like piggy 
or what was your cat's name? Pumpkin. Pumpkin. My, my cat's name was Molly. Um, Maggie's uh, cat growing up was named Richard. Like I like two. But I like two syllables. Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack's really cute. Cracker Jack. Um, I, cool it. So if you have some good pet names, hit me up and I'll um, definitely mention them to her. But I'm sure that she won't take any of them. But, you know, shoot your shot, I guess. Um, she was so, thinking about Koala because he's oh, gray. Yeah. Koala's kind of cute. But then she was thinking about, um, I think Nico was one. I don't know. She Every day she comes up with new names. And I'm like, girl, you got to She's going to name it Luna. Uh, absolutely not. She's gonna name it Luna. You know she's a white girl. She's gonna name it Luna. But the cat's a boy and it has to have a boy name because we gotta, you know, introduce gender norms on our animals. So you name it Luno. Luno. <laughs> Luno. <laughs> God. Um, she was thinking Elvira and I was like, come on. Elvira? Right. For a cat. I like it. Uh, Why does like... your roommate suck at naming animals? Because she's indecisive about literally everything. So... At it's time her, for an intervention. Um, this is a case for the FBI. This is a case for the FBI. But no, uh, having cat's been nice. He hasn't peed or pooed anywhere that wasn't his shit box, which is nice. He's very cuddly. He loves attention. Um, he's really warming up to us. He likes playing with his little feather wand toy. He's very cuddly. Um, and yeah, he's annoying. But what's nice is that like... The cat's not mine. I'm absolved of all responsibility. I just hang out with him when my roommate's at work. Like, my roommate has to deal with feeding him and taking him to the vet and paying all the fees and stuff. Like, it's her cat, but I get to hang out with it. So it's, like, the best of both worlds. No responsibility, but I get to play with a cat. Um, So it's been nice. It's been really nice having a cat around um, and, you know, having someone to play with and hang out with because I work from home. I bought him a cat tree for my room. Nothing super expensive, but it's like, oh God, here we go. Sam's spending money on a cat that isn't his. But he like hangs out with me while I'm working. Um, My roommate bought him like a fucking uh, water fountain because apparently cats tend to drink more water if it's free flowing oh, right. rather than stagnant, which I didn't know. She's taking him to the vet tomorrow because he probably has ear mites, you know, just little things. Um, but no, he's been good so far. Hopefully he gets a fucking permanent name soon, but that's not on me. I just call him baby, you know? So you're going to, that cat's name's going to be baby. It's going to be baby. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, baby. That is lovely though. That's, it's kind of like not your, not your responsibility. Right. And that was, but you get to all the perks. Right. I had a whole fucking like panic attack about it months ago when she was like getting more serious about getting a cat. And I talked to my therapist about it. And the therapist was like, how, what, what if we reframed this? And have you ever thought about her getting the cat and it not being yours? And I was like, oh my God, didn't even think about Perfect. it. Perfect. For Checkmate. some reason, it had to be like a joint thing in my brain. And as soon as I like completely, completely like detached myself from that idea, I was like, oh, I'm totally fine with having a cat here I can hang out with, but I don't have to like, because I have attachment issues and like commitment issues for like, whole different things and so just having yes. a cat around that isn't mine um but i can play with for some reason reframing that in my mind totally worked out so yeah little little baby boy hanging out he likes hanging out in my hamper he likes hanging out on my lap he likes hanging out in his cat tree he likes getting high off of catnip you know Aww. he's been pretty good so far and he's not scared of the robot vacuum cleaner either he loves the thing so that's good he's not fucking terrified that's of the good. vacuum yeah. So it's I been saw, fun. I saw a robot vacuum cleaner that tried to suck up dog poop. Oh, 
See, like, that's the one thing that I'm worried about. It just drags shit everywhere. (laughs) Just, like, covered in slimy shit. Oh, my God. Talk about a nightmare. Well, that's the thing with, like, the newer robot vacuum cleaners, like the $900 ones, is that they have a camera on the front that, like, uses AI to identify objects. And so, and, like, one of the objects that it identifies is poop. And then it'll go around the poop and not go over it. I don't have that vacuum, so I'm praying to Christ that this cat doesn't shit on the floor because otherwise... It's going to run right over it's it. It's going to run. It's going to gobble that cat shit <laughs> right up, sweetie. Oh, my God. Like in the... Like divine. <laughs> like yes. divine. Like in divine. Pink flamingos. Just that gonna dog fuck, shit. Just going to gobble it right up, sweetie. Do you know, I think about that scene at least four to five times a day. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, that sounds like something you would fixate on. We had to pause that movie. I had to take a break. I had to take a break. It's a, it's an iconic movie, but it is intense, divine. It's an iconic movie. Oh yeah, iconic, but you shouldn't watch it more than once, ever. Right. Um, Anyway, I'm glad that you have that cat. We have a kitty. My other favorite thing this week was the um, Nylon Magazine interview with Jamie Lynn Spears. Did you read this? Oh, them trying to, like, make her not be a Britney Spears villain? (laughs) (laughs) That is literally, it's a publicity stunt, people. Wake up. So she, you remember she was in the news for, like, allegedly having access to all Britney's assets or whatever. And she was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. And now she's cover star nylon or whatever. I mean, yeah, you're right. Wait, why did you like this interview? I like like this interview because I, I like me some Jamie Lynn Spears. Read me. No. But oh, it's only because that I watched Zoe 101 a little bit. I don't like that they're doing a oh. reboot. It's going to be garbage. But one thing that I didn't realize that this cleared up for me is I apparently everyone thought this growing up, but I think it was probably just because of the paparazzi and all the shit in the magazines or whatever. I thought that Zoe 101 got canceled because Jamie Lynn Spears got pregnant at 16. And allegedly, according to her, that's not the case. They wrapped filming and she figured out that she was pregnant when she was auditioning for Twilight. So like, but growing up, I thought that it was like, oh, she got pregnant. So Nickelodeon canned the show. And that, I mean, that's what I thought, too. I read yeah, the interview and I was surprised to hear that. Yeah, that's the thing that I was surprised about. Um, but am I is, is is the hive mind telling me that I can't stand her? Is she not part of the hashtag free Britney movement? I don't know what's real anymore. I don't. <laughs> Everything's and I don't care. I don't. Just take some CBD, sis, and like what you want. Joe's going to melt I mean? into the couch. Nothing matters anymore. Whether you like someone or don't like someone, someone's still not going to like you. So what does it matter? Honey, just take some CBD and relax. Let me tell you, (laughs) you don't want me to go off on this rant I'm about to go on, so I won't. (laughs) Honey, save it for next week. We're already over time. Thank God for that. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. Good Mm -hmm. favorite things. Good favorite Um, things. Hope you... Oh, it won't be Halloween. We'll see you next week where it still won't be Halloween yet. Is that right? Is that what the calendar says? I think it's only the 21st when we're recording this. Yeah, next week will be the pre-Halloween spooky special. So spooky. Stay tuned. We're doing something special? This is news to me. News to me too, honey. (laughs) But I said it, so it has to be done. Thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, If you're a patron, there will also be a bonus episode up this week. But otherwise, we will see y'all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. 
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chard. Charlotte S. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Daisha M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Erica V. James P. Javier. Johnny B. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rachel. Rose G. Scott A. Tristan T. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show.